brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is John. Hey, it's Paul. And it's What If Geeks. Again, and again, and again. So, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Uh, Seems like forever. Yeah. <laughs> were we just here the other day? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were. Oh, God. Um, what have you been up to in the last two days? Uh, let's see. Uh, saw the movie we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I think that's it. Our wives went out and hung out on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so for anyone who listens, you go, you guys all know that, you know, we're, the two of us kind of, like, both our families hang out randomly, like, a lot, we, you know, we're good friends. Uh, Paul also coaches our boys in football, so you guys all know that. During the game, our wives decided, between the two of them and their friend, that they were going to go out for a ladies' night, and I, like, you know, the ass that I am, I always open my mouth, and I said, oh, ladies' night. And your wife promptly shut my ass down. Uh, said, "You get the podcast every Tuesday. Shut up." Right. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Okay. I love you too, girl. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yep. So they went and hung out. Uh, kids had the pool party after the football game, and now here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, Sunday, we went to um, my nephew's birthday party. Right. I told you about that. We're gonna go there. And while we were there, so um, big shout out to my brother-in-law, Tony. Uh, Tony is our listener. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast. So, oh, okay. Thanks, He's like, I, I got a little bit of catching up to do. And then he also did ask, does the audio get any better? <laughs> no. Spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So I said, well, you know, I said, you're probably still listening to when we were upstairs uh, yeah. or on the, the snowball, yeah. whatever. So I said, yeah, actually, the kids bought us... Uh, some microphones and, and headsets and stuff, so I think it sounds better. We'll see. Who knows? Either way, you still now you can just clearly hear two idiots talking right. about whatever. So there you go. It was two idiots being hard to hear yeah. at first. Now two idiots. Yes. Yeah. Now it's clearly yeah. we have no idea what the hell we're doing. So hi Tony. <laughs> so there you go. There's all one. He is the listener. Tony and my mom. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. What went on Sunday? We had a good time. You know. Um, and that was it. 
and back to the grind, back to work. So, uh, on to business at hand. Yeah, let's do it. Florida man. Jump into Florida man. Yeah. What do you got? All right. Uh, we didn't do Florida man like the last two we did. So, as you know, we love talking about our famous, favorite, uh, doofus superhero Florida man. Uh, because apparently all the nation's dummies at some point find their way into Florida and half of them end up getting arrested. And so there are crazy stories. Yeah, they have started a podcast. Right. <laughs> Uh, and so there's sto- crazy stories, and we've, we've done these over the last couple of weeks about um, Florida man arrested for hitting someone with a burrito or throwing a cookie at someone. Uh, so mine today is, this is just today, I think. Uh, this was updated, yeah, today. Florida man threatens that his army of turtles will destroy us, police say. Nice. Florida man was arrested after yelling obscenities at people in Brevard County, which is not far from including that his turtle army would destroy them. Uh, it doesn't, the story doesn't say this, but you should add comma slowly. <laughs> <laughs> They're certainly not going to surprise us. Run! Yeah. Or just walk. Run, eventually, when the killer turtles get here. Uh, yes, apparently this guy was going crazy and disturbing the peace at a couple places. He was at a Starbucks, a couple other places, and then... Police came around and he said, uh, reportedly told the 911 operator over the phone, the responding officer needed to leave now or you will all be sorry you effed with the saint. Okay. Yep. So that's that guy and his turtle army. I love you, turtle man. <laughs> Does he have ooze or anything? <laughs> no. No, he's just a dude. <laughs> well, back to the sewers. Alright, so mine, I got a Waffle House Good Samaritan killed while paying for meals. Oh. Yeah, I know. So, uh, let's see. A Good Samaritan was fatally shot over the weekend, handing out $20 bills and paying for meals at a Florida restaurant. Uh, they arrested Ezekiel Hicks, 25, on murder charges Sunday, while I was, apparently while I was hanging out. Uh, he killed a 41-year-old dude who was... Uh, just paying for people's meals. He was just being nice. and it's a cool guy at Waffle House. Yeah, and he decided, uh, uh, I guess, when his friend, uh, the, the perpetrator, when his friend wasn't included in the guy's generosity, he decided to shoot him. <laughs> so, there you go. So, no good deed goes unpunished, yeah, I guess. But pay for your waffle, man. Yeah, I feel bad for the dude uh, that got shot, but... Hey, love you know, stay the hell out of Waffle House, apparently. He's just going to buy you some scrambled, smothered, and covered. Right? It's good God, anybody who wants to do that for me, promise you won't get shot. Exactly. I love some Waffle House. You'll get hugged. I, uh, so does Noah. Did I tell you that story? Coleman does, too. <laughs> they, it's, it's where Coleman wants to go for his birthday at breakfast every year. Daddy, can we go to Waffle House for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, sure. When you're 21. <laughs> Two in the morning. I secretly love Waffle House too, though, so I'm only ha- more than happy to take him. And Gail's like, oh, you can take him. I don't want to eat at Waffle House. I'm like, oh, let's go. Come on, boy. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in for Waffle House. Yeah, Noah loves it. Uh, he was on a trip with Heather, which apparently they are increasing now. Um, latest family joke is that because I don't have a lot of vacation time at work yet, Heather has been planning little trips with Noah to, you know, know, let him enjoy his time whenever he's off school or whatever. And so I'm constantly joking around that, like, she's just leaving me and she's never around. You know, they're just gone. They're always, 
Oh, we're gonna plan another vacation. I'm like, Son of a <laughs> but I mean, like she's going like to my sister's uh, baby shower because you know I don't have time. They're, they're gonna go there, and then they're gonna make their like their trek down from New York down back down to here, kind of stop among friends and everything. Right. But yeah, one time I forget where they went, but they went uh, for a weekend or whatever the hell it was, and came back and she's like, "Yeah, we stopped at Waffle House. Surprise, he likes Waffle House." He ate like his waffle and hers. Wow, <laughs> like half of hers. Yeah, <laughs> he just scarfed it down. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, there you go. All right. So there's Waffle House. Stay out, apparently, unless you're armed. Uh, so what are you into? What's All up? right. A couple things. Um, so this is our this is our sort of what are you what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you into? Uh, and so uh, reading. Uh, there you go. You know what? Anytime we do any of these segments, if anyone's got any suggestions as to what we can call them, just to do that whole morning show kind of dumb shit. Right. You know, because half the podcasts I listen to have, like, their rating systems and this and that. Yeah. If you guys have any suggestions, throw them out. Uh, Tony, Mom. Anyone, <laughs> <laughs> anyone have a suggestion, throw it out there. Um, yeah. So reading, um, I'm reading this book I just showed you a minute ago. I got it at Five Below, which is my new favorite store. Uh, it's kind of like a dollar store. Everything is at most $5, um, but it's well lit and there's no sort of sketchy people in there. Yeah. Um, and so I got this cool superhero book, which is the ultimate encyclopedia of comic book icons and Hollywood heroes. Um, it's a little dated. Uh, it's not super up to date, but it, it covers Marvel, DC, uh, image comics, uh, Powerpuff girls. I mean, Everything, like, kind of, yeah, go, it runs a broad spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and it goes through sort of when when this hero was founded, what happened to this company. It's got all the dark horse heroes in it. It's got all the Wildstorm uh, nice. groups in it. Um, all that cool stuff. So it's just been a, a helpful reference, um, and I read it while I poop. I promise it's, <laughs> I promise it's clean. <laughs> Cool, because I'm going to borrow from it at some point. <laughs> so, how'd you get pink eye? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but like we mentioned, when how'd you, you get brown me, eye? <laughs> when you showed me the uh, the book, um, I said, you know, we've mentioned before on the show how much both of us have loved like when our favorite comics do the you know the encyclopedia or the the different omnibus that yeah. tells you about all the different heroes or whatever, you know, breakdowns of powers and this and that. So I love looking at like the histories and stuff, just like our TV shows, like Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. the toys that made us, yep. that kind of stuff. I like that kind of stuff. Speaking of which, that's coming out with a new season this year. Oh, I cool. can't wait. I'm dying for it. So, uh, yeah. Good. So, so that's what I'm reading, uh, watching, and I know I'm late to the party on this, but I started watching Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Mm, okay, yeah, I'm not. No. Oh, really good. Uh, so they've taken the. Have you ever read the Tom Clancy? Any of the Tom Clancy books? I think I read one. I can't I, It's been so long. It's been a really long time since I actually read a book. Yeah. I'm usually reading like comics and stuff like that now. But uh, not crap. I mean, I read some good shit. Yeah. Shut up. So, you know, Red Storm Rising, Cardinal of the Kremlin, all those. Um, and then, I mean, they've been going on for, I mean, they started while I was in college, even before. Um, and so they've taken the Jack Ryan character. They've taken Admiral Greer. They've taken some of the other characters. And reimagine them a little bit and he is um a cia analyst phd as he was before but um now it's set in this time 
And so he deals with terror threats. He's a, an analyst dealing with Yemen. Um, okay. and, and he looks through financial transactions trying to find terrorists via their money links and, and that sort of thing. And so it, it gets into like some espionage stuff and some, and it's really good action. And the, um, the guy, and I'm going to forget the actor's name from the office, uh, uh, Tim. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You lost me. No, you, did you watch the office? Uh, vaguely. Okay. Um, his name's blanking on me. Um, but he's in it and, and he's really good. Okay, cool. Nice. And I have a weird thing that I'm looking forward to. Uh, one of the one of the trailers for Shazam was a movie that I'm a rom com that I'm actually sort of looking forward to. I'm gonna have to convince my wife to go see. You see the little mask on. Yeah. Right. yeah, we'll have a uh, conversation in a second. It's called Long Shot. It's Charlize Theron. Yeah. And Seth Rogen. Yeah. And she's the Secretary of State. Yeah. And he's her, like a journalist who becomes her speechwriter. And mm-hmm. then they fall in love, which seems unlikely. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks really funny. It does. Side note to that, apparently in an interview, she turned around and said, like, yo, you're not for nothing with the whole long shot thing, but she's like, I'm, like, incredibly single. So I saw that. you can go ahead and take a long shot and, you know, I'll talk to you. Yeah. I'm like, told Heather, stand by. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Just wait here. <laughs> it's not going to take long for me to get shot down. But, yeah, so... All right, yeah. Now, I think maybe like next time we do this one, we'll trade off on oh. different topics. That'd yeah. be cool. Maybe I, it popped in my head. Uh, side note, sorry, because I, I mumbled something about gnats. Uh, Florida, we have this infestation of gnats, at least in my area, that have been driving us crazy because my wife crafts. We've mentioned that before. And she has uh, cup turnings where she makes these tumblers, and they have epoxy on them. So these little effers are getting into all the epoxy. So we've got random concoctions around my garage to try to catch these things. But while we're talking, there's like two or three of them flying around us right yeah. now because they want to be on the podcast too. I think the last <clears> time <throat> we recorded one like dove in your eyeball. And, yeah. 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 It tried to take me out. That was the start of it. So, all right. So now like what I'm into uh, reading, really, I've just been online reading random comics. You know, uh, I read the most recent Shazam. Mm-hmm. Which actually kind of takes place like right after the movie, so it was kind of cool. It kind of like it still goes in that whole beat. But I wanted to go back and like read some of the older stuff, just kind of like you know, just go back and you know, relive some of that stuff and see how good the movie was compared to it. You know, uh, I'm looking at some of that other stuff. I, I'm still reading Walking Dead, some of the X Men stuff that's pretty cool right now. Uh, like, like all the X Men are gone right now, mm-hmm. and it's like Cyclops and Wolverine. And like a handful of random mutants that are like, yeah, you know, there's ones you know, like Multiple Man and Havoc and whatever, but like just they're way outcast and they're trying to figure out what the hell happened and whatever. Right. And it kind of goes with this big storyline, so I won't spoil nothing for nobody, but we've mentioned it briefly on here. Um, so yeah, I'm into that. That's what kind of, kind of what I'm reading. Uh, much like my daughter wants to watch the new Pet Cemetery. And so do I, but she took my one copy of it and wanted to read it. So I was like, I like to try to read the books before the movie or reread them because I've read everything Stephen King. So I can't reread it because she's got my copy. I'm like, you got a job. Go to Target. (laughs) (laughs) Go get a copy. (laughs) But yeah, so there's that. Um, I would be reading that. Otherwise, uh, it's kind of random whatever's laying around my house at the time. You know, like you, whenever I got to poop, let's go find something. Yeah magazine, whatever. 
Uh, I, I read a lot of Game Informer, you know, that kind of stuff. But mostly it's just been like comics online, like on my phone. I just sit there and scroll through the pages and spam the ass. ads pop up. I gotta try to sort that stuff out. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about was uh, an article I saw this morning or late yesterday was the people that make The Walking Dead, because you know how big I am into that show, they have The Walking Dead and they have Fear, Walk- Fear the Walking Dead. In 2020, they're coming out with a third show. So to anyone who was, all I've seen online is the ratings are tanking, the ratings are tanking, blah, 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 whatever. Well, apparently AMC is back in this other show, plus three or four movies, like TV movies in this universe. So I don't know what you're talking about with the ratings, but I think it's just some people that are disgruntled. The show has been getting a lot better, Walking Dead, or it's picked back up. I know there was some lulls in there, but it's picked back up, like where it's got your attention now. Uh, The new one is supposedly, the only thing that was in the article was, it was brief because it was just a quick little tease like hey we're coming out with this in 2020 uh it's from the point of view of two girls who basically this is all they know they, they never knew the world before so they've grown up in this so more of like a judith or or whoever you know so it's gonna be kind of them uh growing up and doing whatever they do so it's interesting uh, you know i'd like to see what's gonna happen with it so there'll be two shows I love zombies. Sorry, yeah. I just you know, more zombie shows. Yeah, give me zombie shows and I'm happy. Now, do you watch the? Um, there's some other like Santa Clara Diet. Uh, I've never seen it, but I want to watch it. Those kind of shows, or are you strictly sort of Walking Dead? Like, don't don't dilute my zombies by making them. Well, no, I have no problem with that because if you give me like a good take on it, like um, Warm Bodies, the yeah. movie, I thought that was great, right? It was, and it was hilarious at the same time, you know. But. Um, no, I if you can get like like anything else, like I've always said, if you give me a good story, I'm gonna get into it. You know, you show me that you put something into it, I'm gonna have fun with it. Uh I just never I don't when we even came up with this segment, I texted you back and I was like, I really need to start watching something <laughs> yeah. outside of superhero movies because I don't still have time. Walking Dead, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So what I'm really quote unquote into right now is just crap around my house. I've got like between you know, my birthday, and then, the, you know, the kids' football and this and that. Uh, this Saturday, we have our neighborhood yard sale, so we have everything prepped for the yard sale. And then we're going to have Heather's uh, crafts out there, too. Um, we just got gutters installed today, so yay us. Yeah, welcome to 2019. They don't put gutters on houses anymore. I don't know what the hell happened there. We've had that conversation, too. So, yeah, so we've got our gutters installed. Now we're making a list of... Our next project. So, so I've been in like home makeover mode right now. So oh, that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, we're getting our floors done end of this month. Uh, and then we're closing in one of our front rooms to make an office for me since I work from home. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's what we're doing right now. We, we just got the gutters. Uh, she just started making a list because we have overhead storage in here so we can get rid of all this so we can actually start recording video in here as well we're in my garage so we are uh, eventually there'll be that youtube thing i was talking about so when that gets done then i'll bring the camera in and we can kind of re you and i will have to have a day where we just kind of hang out and yeah. re- reposition everything but we'll do that and then we've got extending the driveway and and all there's like so many it, it never ends no 
no. friends. No. Just, where am I going to put my money this time? <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to the new show that I should have about five minutes to try to catch up with that later. But there's been a bunch of shows that I want to watch, like uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And uh, there's one that Heather and I used to watch together, and we haven't yet, but the new season is out. It's called The Travelers. Have you seen this? No. I think we're on season three? Season three or four. It's um, obviously a traveler, so it's time travel, right? Okay. But the take, without giving anything away on it, the, the take they do with it is unique, and it's cool. Uh, it's the dude, what's his name? McDermott from Will and Grace. Is it McDermott? The, dude, the main guy who plays Will in Will and Grace. Right. Yeah, He's in it. Uh, and then a handful of people that you really don't know. But they're time travelers from the future coming back to the past to adjust some things and whatever. You know, try to save the future, you know. Uh, and that's really all I'll ever say about that because you just need to watch the show. Because anytime you say something like, you know, alternate dimensions, time travel, or, you know, sliders, what, yeah. if, what if comics, right, exiles, all that shit, I'm in. Yeah. I, I want to see what it is. And then if it's good, cool. If not, yeah, bye. From the minute that show started, I was like, this is cool. <laughs> so we have that third season that we need to watch. It's on Netflix, so we're going to watch that here pretty soon. Um, speaking of alternate dimensions, look at that segue. That was amazing. <laughs> Professional <product. laughs> It was almost like I wrote it. Uh, Disney Plus, the streaming service is coming out next year, end of this year, whenever the hell is coming out. They've announced, and I may have read it at one point before I mentioned it to you. They announced one of the shows that they're doing is um, a What If, based on like the What If comics. Oh, cool. So, I don't know. I have to Google. Maybe while you're talking, I'll try to Google it. But uh, I don't know if it's going to be animated. I would assume it's going to be animated just because you can get a lot more done that way. Uh, but, I mean, they've got the money, so they can, you know, again, kind of a exiles slash slider. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Just kind of slide from one dimension to another. 
which is what Exiles was. It was pretty much a popping in and out of all these alternate realities trying to correct, uh, correct something that was wrong with that reality. Right. But you saw, like, you know, the the Spider-Man with the six arms. Yep. And you saw these different characters from other realities that you knew and then others that you didn't. So, essentially, it was actually what I initially said when we talked about the Disney Plus thing was I would like to see something like Exiles in a, a realm of sliders or whatever. This what-if thing could be it. I don't know. So, we'll see. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm, but either way, if it's what-if, I'm, I'm into it because it's like one of the big comics that kind of define my my childhood. I used to love that. Because there was nothing, there were no rules. Yeah. Right. Like, All right, we can just kill everybody. F it, you know. And they did. Most of the time. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing, just uh, a complaint before we uh, jump into our review and everything. Please, for the love of God, can people stop complaining about whatever makeup Captain Marvel is wearing in the Endgame trailer? Have you seen this? No. I've at least seen three different articles, which means someone took the time to write this shit down, okay? So the fact that i got to talk about it is just annoying. Is this the part where she's standing with Thor? Standing with Thor, yes. Well, she's wearing makeup. Right. She wasn't in her movie. I didn't notice myself. Sorry, I didn't take the time to notice. She was a badass in her movie. She's going to be a badass in Endgame. At some point, she took a little bit of time to throw on some makeup or some whatever. People are like losing their shit about really? it. Yeah, this is this is what America has to worry about. <laughs> sometimes I love the internet, and sometimes I hate the internet. Yeah. No, all times I love it. <laughs> it's just sometimes I get frustrated with yeah. it. Every because if you're gonna say this dumb shit, you're just giving me fuel. I, I, it's just stupid. I, really, th- this is what you're worried about. Yeah. She's she, okay. She's got on makeup. So yeah. so what? What is the re- she? You know, she was a warrior. She didn't need that. Oh my god! Shut up. Right. So yeah. So please, stop. The movie is coming out in like two weeks. I got my tickets. You got your tickets? Because I don't think all you do. Because some asshole sold some tickets up in like Jersey. No, sorry. Somebody bought tickets in Jersey. So obviously somebody sold them too. But. The asshole bought him. Not like, I'm going to meet the Avengers. I'm going to meet Kevin Feige. I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to... No. Strictly standard tickets to AMC movie theater opening night. 15 grand. Wow. (laughs) You know what? Look, uh, Paul and I need a little bit of money. (laughs) (laughs) I... We're sell having a yard sale your, next week. Sell your tickets. Yeah. Uh, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I want to see the movie. Uh, no. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I think but the night we have them, we can probably buy more tickets. So, yeah, I'll sell my tickets. Fuck it. You can have them for ten grand. Oh, so, yeah, there you go. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's it. So, all right, you know what? Before I jump into Shazam. Take a break. One second. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, PP breaks now. All right, so I just looked up the story about... Brie Larson wearing makeup in uh, in Endgame, and and here's my thought. Okay, first of all, a bunch of people got pissed off before Captain Marvel came out because they thought she was going to be this feminist, and she thought it was political, and she was too butchy. They literally said she doesn't smile right in the trailer. 
Which, by the way, she did come back with the most epic, quote-unquote, clapback, because I hate all these little millennial phrases. But she came back at them and edited all the other Marvel hero uh, movie posters with smiles. Right. So, <laughs> duh. Yeah. <laughs> to show you, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it was one of the stupidest things in the world. But go on. Go so, so everybody got mad before Captain Marvel came out because they didn't think, I guess, she was going to be feminine enough. Mm-hmm. And... Now, she's wearing makeup, more traditionally feminine, and now they're still mad? Like, you don't get to be mad at both of those things, internet nerds. Yeah, you just don't. Yeah. <laughs> but they do. Yeah. <laughs> because they're they assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, you know what? Again, just quit your bitching, okay? Right. <laughs> just stop. You know, it's going to be okay. At the end of the day, it's not going to change your life. So just shut the hell up. Uh, all right. So on to the main event. Shazam! Shazam! All right. So first, I think we should briefly go through what I've been trying to do since we started this FM podcast is either A, like a lot of the other ones that I listen to, we'll do a separate spoiler-free and then a spoiler review. But we don't have that kind of time. So what we can do is like, the first few minutes, spoiler free, and then we'll say, okay, spoilers, and then that way you can, like, come back. All right, Tony and Mom, stop listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, spoiler free, think just what was in the trailers. What did you think? Uh, okay, so I think they really got the tone of the movie right. It's not dark. No, uh, which was a good switch. Correct. Um I really liked Zachary Levi's uh, portrayal of the Shazam. hero yet to yeah. be named. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Captain Sparkle Fingers. Right. Yep, easy. No, no, that that uh, was it. I think that was in the trailer. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I thought that was really good. I think the um, the suit is pretty cool for Shazam's suit, and we'll talk about that later. Um, the suit looks good. Uh, again, he did a good job. I thought it was well shot. I think it was well directed. Um, I generally liked it. I've got some other issues with the character of Shazam slash Captain Marvel. We can get into that in the spoiler review part. Okay. But, other, but good movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, for me, spoiler free. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, the costume, when I first saw it in a still shot, I, I've i said it time and time again leading up to this movie, that I was just like, oh, God, you know? Then once the trailer dropped, it hooked me in, because I realized, okay, like, all right, don't always judge a book, you know? You can see kind of, once it's in motion, watching the movie, you can actually tell it's Levi under that suit. It's not like... Some of it. Most of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he bulked up. He did. Um, which is kind of what sold it for me a little bit more than you, maybe. But uh, I really enjoyed just like his overall portrayal, and I I really really liked the kid. I I'm sorry, the kid who plays uh, Freddy. Uh, well, both no Freddy oh. and Billy. Yeah, the, the kid, kid who plays Billy. Billy is amazing. Yeah. I I don't have his name in front of me. I'll throw it in a comment or something, or while Paul starts talking again, I'll look it up. Um, I just yeah, overall I just liked it. I think. Uh, you see Dr. Savannah in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler. Uh, 
the guy who's playing him did a really good job. Brightly, you know, Brightly. There is, there's a gnat. Um, yeah, overall, I just thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it hit the right tone. Uh, I think, really, this one was a little bit funnier than some of the DC movies need to be, but they can take a page out of this book. Mm-hmm. Overall, what I've been complaining about with DC, these are the stories that you should be telling with your other heroes a little bit brighter. Because your heroes are the ones that are the gods and the ones that people look up to. Right. They should be brighter like this. Even Aquaman was a little bit better. It was more. It was a more finding himself story, yeah. you know. But it's so they're leaning in the direction of where they should be. But at the same time, when they keep saying, "No, we're just doing standalone stuff," but not quite, and we'll get into that later. It's like, well, what are you doing? Because you can make that universe. You do want to eventually make that universe. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to combine it all. So they'll, they'll get there. But yeah, overall, it was honestly going all the way back to probably the Dark Knight. This one's, this is my favorite one since then out of all the DC movies. So I take those sort of. I guess out of the, it's DC, but like Chris, Christopher Nolan's, right, yeah, those three yeah. are kind of separate for me. Um, sure, but it's the, not this DCEU. Yeah, but, yeah. but in this universe, I, I think it was, to your point, being the funniest. It can be because, and we, I think we've talked about this before, this is essentially the movie Big with a cape, right? Yeah, yeah and, yes. And yeah. This, is, this is in the trailer, right? Billy Batson, uh, Finds the wizard, right? Uh, he gets the power, and he is zapped into becoming a full-grown superhero. But he retains the kid sensibilities and personality. So he mm-hmm. is out there, you know, uh, that's why he's like... I can't believe he's doing it. Yeah. Right, and, he, and that's why he's like, I'd like to buy some of your finest beer, please. Yeah. And, right, and they get to buy beer. And, and so it makes for lighter stuff because he's sure. a kid. Yeah. Uh, and that was Escher Angel that played Billy Batson. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Epic. He did an amazing job. Yeah. And then it was Mark Strong as uh, Dr. Savannah. Yeah. It's really cool. We'll get into the rest of them guys during the spoiler stuff. But, uh, yeah. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. 
The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, uh, so I think overall we liked it. Again, uh, all right, so F it. You know, outside of things that are not in the DCEU. So in the DCEU, I think right now this is my favorite one of their movies. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I think in this DCEU, I really liked Man of Steel and I really liked Wonder Woman. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Man of Steel, so I probably want to go back and watch it. Yeah. But again, my thing is, uh, it could, it didn't. Eh, I mean, I understood what he was going for with how dark it got, but it didn't have to be that. Because I think back to, like, the Christopher Reeve Superman or whatever, and it's still kind of the same story, but you've told it in a lighter sense. Again, it just goes back to my argument that what I think what DC was trying to do was create this universe, but they were too busy trying to play catch-up with Marvel, but at the same time, not be the same thing as Marvel. Right. So they went dark and gritty with all their stuff. I got it, but there's a reason Batman works in that whole thing, because even though he's dark and gritty... He still wants the overall good, so he joins the Justice League amongst all these bright superheroes. Right. They're supposed to be brighter, in, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, but whatever. I mean, but, I, yeah, I did like Man of Steel. Don't get me wrong. I just, I think it could have been better. I think my favorite parts of that were it, it portrayed young Clark's development a little bit more realistic. Because if you think yeah. about, right, when he develops the super hearing, he can hear everything. And yeah, that it's overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Or so the, the x-ray, x-ray vision. The x-ray vision, He's right. talking to his teacher. All of a sudden, he can see her. Right. Yeah. But that would freak you out. And, yeah. and so I liked that sort of portrayal. I did, too. I did, too. It just... Again, I even said it before. With the end of Man of Steel, when he kills Zod, spoiler alert, um, for a movie that we're not even supposed to be talking about, yeah. but whatever. Um, when he kills Zod, at the end of that, I even said, I could put that in the proper set because he's learning how to use his powers. But then you jump into Batman vs. Superman instead of giving me a Man of Steel 2 where you switch him around and let him grow into the big blue Boy Scout like yeah. he's supposed to be. You know, And that's where they dropped the ball there. Again, take the time to flesh out the characters and yeah. you could have had what you wanted, but you didn't do it. So again, I, I liked Man of Steel and I liked all your points to it too. You just didn't... That's really... I didn't like... Where it ended. Yeah. Okay, that, that's really what I didn't like. So, with this kind of a white slate clean, and you only have a few of these movies going in now, this one, that's why this one's kind of my favorite. Yeah. I think, I liked how they did the, and, and there's some parts of this movie that you, you've sort of seen before in other movies, like, all right, I have powers, that look, let's test out what I can do, and let's, you know, sort of run through the gamut of tests to see if I can... Yeah. A lot yeah. of like, right? It's yeah, happened in every Spider-Man Tom, movie. Wire, up, yeah. up and away. Right. He even said it's Shazam. Yeah. Um, he, uh, 
so but but I thought that was well done and the addition of like putting it all on YouTube and that was funny that, all that's because that was like right at homecoming too yeah where he puts it on YouTube yeah so yeah no it um, made sense for what it was yeah but and that's just what I mean I think they got the tone right on this one yeah so th- that's what made it my favorite is because they got the tone right for this specific hero now comparative to let's say Batman in two years. If they nail that tone, you know, that could trump this one real quick, you know. Because Shazam's not my overall favorite hero. Right. I like the guy. Anytime they've written a comic about him, I want to see it because I want to see it done right. But after a while, someone always drops the ball. I struggle with this character. I struggle with Shazam slash Captain Marvel, um, the original Captain Marvel. We'll get into that in a second. (laughs) I I just struggle with this character because it's so, like... Square peg, round hole. Like yeah. it is so. It just doesn't. It doesn't work because it's hard to get right. Yeah, and it's brought from somewhere else and from another company, and there's all this stuff, and it just no one's ever made it work. And it's just he, he's like the Isle of Misfit Toys. Almost. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, and there's that, and that's why I wasn't excited about it. I right. was like, I'm going to see it, but I'm not super excited about it because it's just, it, it's a character I just can't kind of get get into. Yeah, and well, in that kind of same vein with Aquaman, we were joking around about how, you know, if you had told me years ago I was going to be excited for an Aquaman movie, I'd have laughed in your face. Heather and I had the same conversation coming out of Shazam. And I said, you know, Shazam is in kind of the same vein as Aquaman. Like when I was growing up, he was the dude that talked to fish he was blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, swimming around the ocean. He couldn't, you know, that was it. Now Jason Momoa comes in and he gives his take on it and they write it a little bit differently. So he's a little more surfer dude, kind of, you know, a little cooler. Yeah. And you have a dude with charisma like Jason Momoa that can come in and play that and play it right. Yeah. Then, then all of a sudden, oh shit, it really works, you know. I think the same thing kind of happened with Zachary Levi. He played it perfectly. Like this, kind of a dumbfounded kid, but at the same time, still like he's still motivated to do what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so he really did a good job at that. But Shazam, like you said, is like that really out there superhero, even just remotely in powers. And that's what I was telling Heather, and even you, when we first went to go see it, the kind of the juxtaposition of ultimate good versus ultimate evil kind of thing there, because he is supposed to be like the defender of the entire universe or whatever or the planet at least uh, for good right ultimate good he's supposed to be pure he's not quite <laughs> we'll get into that but I mean he's you know ultimate good yeah. is what he's supposed to represent so it's very hard to nail down mm-hmm. you know he's essentially a Jesus character that you're trying to peg into a comic book universe you know but it, but it works you know and I think they might have really nailed everything that works about the character. Like you said, they'd write them, and then for me, for like, they'd write them good for a while, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of like, it, it jumps a shark. Yeah. And then, eh, okay, well, we'll wait for the next one. Yeah, and that would happen. So, yeah. So, overall, though, I, I really loved it. You loved it. For um, me, the, the, the difference between... So, Aquaman was somebody that is on a team that I liked, a character that I was like, eh, I, I don't... I don't have strong feelings about Aquaman, but I didn't. Um, I got him. It was 
the excitement about that was the first shots they did, the, the sketches and the photos they did of Jason Momoa as Aquaman when they were talking about yeah, because I never yeah, I never dreamed Aquaman looked anything other than a blonde dude Correct. running around, and, so. and that made it cool. And that's like okay, now I want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Zachary Levi in the suit was like, okay, I'll see it, but I, but I'm not excited. I'm still not excited because essentially you're still playing this character that I don't, I don't. I don't really care about, and not just don't care about, like, I just kind of don't get it. Um, right. So, but yeah, but taking that character, like, it's as good a movie as you, it's the best movie, um, no, that's not even how I want to say it. They took a character that I don't care about and didn't like and made a really good movie with him. Yeah. All right, yeah, there you go. And for me, it would be like the flip side, um, not that I went when I was a kid, I didn't go back and read all the old stuff, but he was one of those characters for me that every time I saw him, I was really intrigued by him. I just didn't pursue it a lot, right? Yeah. So whenever I saw something come out, I would want to watch it and then or, or read it. But uh, he spent so much time kind of on the edge of what was going on that he really didn't get a lot of him. And then little by little, they started kind of bring him in more and more. Yeah, and, and so it kind of grew on me more and more to where, when I do see him, I'm like, all right, he could be kind of cool. Yeah. The other thing is in in doing a little bit of prepare, and I don't usually prepare a lot for for this, and that's why I get <laughs> we shit hell. Yeah, that's why I get stuff wrong all the time, and like I don't remember as a kid Star Wars being Episode Four. Well, it wasn't. So well, usually one of us is speaking a lot of rambling bullshit while the other one's googling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thinking more about. The, the how they've used Shazam and stuff, it, it's always like this sort of counter to Superman. Like, he's as powerful, but he's still got a kid personality, and so they, he's either he's somehow always compared to Superman. Yep, and, and make a note of that for the when we just kind of talk about him, because now I can't even write. But in Kingdom Come, you, you read that? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. When, they, when they bring him back in that, that's epic. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so I think we've kind of exhausted our uh, feeble 40-something-year-old minds with the spoiler-free stuff. So, spoilers now. All right. Spoilers, I'm done. Epic. You don't want to talk about this damn movie. All right, Tony. All right, Mom, here we go. <laughs> Stop listening if you haven't seen it. All right, so from the minute this thing started, just with the with the flashback to Savannah, the kid, right? Yeah. That was really cool. That was cool. Um, uh, dude that played his dad is the same dude that played uh, Lex Luthor's dad in uh, Smallville, wasn't he? Yes. Right? Because uh, it took me a second. I knew I'd see him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it took me a second to play this. I was like, I know this son of a bitch. And then it popped in halfway through the movie. I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. So, yeah, the same dude that played uh, Lex Luthor's dad. So, it was kind of cool. Nice little nod. Um, the fact that, you know, they show you how they're tested in the cave. Mm-hmm. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts 
They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, it, was, it was cool. I liked seeing the, um, the Seven Deadly Sins. And I vaguely remember seeing that throughout the comics. I don't know. I don't remember how much I know they were always there in the cave and everything. I know they had they had a presence within different comic series, but I don't know how tied in they were to Doctor Savannah way back in the day. I don't know if that was something they changed for the movie or not. So somebody, I think so. So the way I recall it is his ultimate enemy being Black Adam, Mm -hmm. Um, which I really thought we were going to see at some point in this movie. And I, I thought that was going to be one of the teasers. I, I thought it was going to be one of the end credits, yeah. We already did the spoiler, so there you go. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I really thought you were going to see Dwayne Johnson because he is Black Adam. Yeah. That's straight out. Um, side note, side discussion. Something that I thought would be really cool, and I vaguely came up with this on my own, and then I heard somebody else say it on the podcast. I was like, well, damn it. <laughs> see? If, but this is way before like you and I ever started this. So this would have been cool if we had been talking about it because I would have mentioned it. Um, when they first signed Dwayne Johnson to do Black Adam, I said, and I think I've told you this, I said, I think it would be really cool if they make Shazam and Black Adam and they make them both Dwayne Johnson. Just make one with like a goatee or whatever because they're both representations of the same power. Right, right. So if you just alter his appearance a little bit, then you can... Kind of have the same, you know. Now, of course, I mean, now with today's special effects, you can do it. He'd essentially have to beat his own ass. But he, he's but the only one who He could do it. He's yeah. the only one who He could do it. But I thought that would be really cool. Like, if you give him, like, a goatee or, or something as Black Adam, which I know he doesn't really have that a lot. I know that, you know, you get your alternate versions of characters. Mm-hmm. He, he simply looks like a little more Egyptian version of Shazam. Yeah. So, whatever. But you can alter his look a little bit just to make it look, and then you can have him like both. So that's what I was really hoping they were going to do. Like, just like take that creative. Oh, well, okay. You know, it's Shazam and Black Adam are the same dude, just one's good and one's bad. Right. But they didn't. <clears throat> so then they said, like, okay, Zachary Levi's going to play him. And I was like, really? And I, to be honest, I outside of his name, I was like, I just, okay, he's. 
I kept mi mixing up with Zac Efron. I was like, whatever. He's one of those dudes. I, I don't know. Then they showed a picture of him. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be great. Because they literally, like, the first picture you see of him is, like, he's walking down drinking a smoothie. Or yeah. Something. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, God, what are they doing? Then they dropped the trailer. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in. So now we go to the movie. So they don't do what I think they're going to do with the movie. But, the, like, when you first see the the cave, uh, if you want to call it the Cave of Wonder, like he's Aladdin, but uh, the Cave of the Ancients or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the Stone of the Ancients. Or the, yeah. It's something stone, yeah, whatever. Well, somebody write it down. Uh, when, uh, what's his name? So, Savannah goes down there the first time. You actually see... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you know, the wizard comes down and yeah. he tells the whole story, but you, you see in the very beginning you see Mister Mind, the little caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I saw it and I again this is one of those like where I don't always remember because uh, I didn't read a lot of it right. But I'm like oh son of a bitch and I kept wanting to call him Doctor Savannah. I did too, but I was like no that's him. Yeah. So I was like no I, was like, I know him. yeah I was like I know that caterpillar was important. That'll come back later. But, uh, yeah, so he's, like, in a little uh, jar. Yeah. You know, he's, there's a reason for that. So he's in this jar, and they do this whole thing, and they test him, and the seven deadly sins, you know, try to corrupt him. Uh, yeah, I, I liked that part. I liked how they kind of showed him trying. Because he even, t he told you Black Adam's story. Or, no, he, t he said that he told Billy that. Was it Billy or was it Savannah that he... Remember, he kind of, the wizard Shazam waves his wand, and you see yes. yeah. you see the story of, I gave someone my power, right. and he wiped out yep. a civilization. Mm -hmm. I think that was Savannah, or uh, was it Billy? I, I, he tells it to he tell, he, Billy. Yeah, he, he yeah. tells the story twice, basically, or, or he talks but, twice. But the, the light things coming out of the wizard's staff. Yeah, that was Billy. Animated out for Billy. Okay, all right. So, yeah, so never mind. He tells that story later. But he does refer to Black Adam without calling him by name. Yeah. Says, hey, you know, this asshole I gave my power to went and corrupted it, so I, yeah. I got to be careful who I give it to, kind of thing. And he took out the others because there were, he, he alludes yeah, to he there killed, being others. Yes, so. there were the seven thrones. Yeah. Yeah. There were seven thrones, and there's supposed to be seven gods or whatever, yeah. and he's the last one. Seven protectors, or whatever yeah. they are. He's the last one. So he's got to give his power to somebody. He tries to Savannah, Savannah goes to take the uh, the temptation from these uh, seven deadly sins and he gets cast out. So, okay, you go. So, I, I really like that part. I loved the, um, after that, where they go, he gets in the car accident with his family. Um, it's all blamed on him. Mm -hmm. But then, as an adult, he gets so obsessed with this that they interview all the other people that have been taken by the wizard that was a really neat trip. I, mean, I didn't think that was going to happen at yeah. all. That was that blew my mind. Yeah. Well, and because then he's like, I, you know, staff, go find a person of, of pure heart, no matter how long it takes. Yeah, and it goes everywhere. Right. Um, I do. The I guess the one issue I have with that part though is is you end up with Billy Batson, so I guess literally everybody else is in some way corrupted. Right. Because. He's looking for someone who's pure of heart, and then they show Billy, steal the cop car, steal the guy's lunch, 
lock the cops in the pawn shop. Like, I thought you were supposed to be pure of heart. Like, he's got a yeah. nugget in there somewhere, but so does everybody. But but And that was what they kept saying. And even he said it. Billy like, said it to him. He's like, it's not there. You're not going to find it. So basically, Billy's like, Billy's like best you're, you're my last. You're my last good yeah. shot here. Yeah. yeah. He's basically, yeah. Like, <laughs> the wizard's like, I'm going to put it all on red. Yeah. You know? Right, right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, my biggest, my biggest problem in, in the whole, it, it's just, I just can't get past the character himself of what was originally Captain Marvel. And we can do this now, or, or we can do this in a minute. But yeah, all right, uh, okay. So go ahead. So, uh, so most people, I think, know, if you're into comics at all, um, you get kind of this whole long, kind of drawn out backstory, which is uh, originally there was another comic book company called uh, Fawcett, Fawcett Publishing that made a comic that had this character in it, then called Captain Marvel. Uh, so Superman is created in 1938 by National Comics, now DC. And so Fawcett is out here like, they're killing us with this. We need something like this because this is starting to sell well. So in 39, they develop this character and, and they ultimately get to a place where they come up with uh, a, a powerful hero and, and they go through the backstory right and, and so shazam's actually an acronym for you know the solomon, solomon hercules, hercules atlas zeus achilles um mercury yep i and don't remember all of their powers i know it was the wisdom of solomon it's wisdom strength, strength hercules, endurance endurance power hercules. courage speed there you go wow know, right <laughs> he pulled that one out of his ass did. didn't know a new hope but he knows that right. one. <laughs> Didn't know See, the original Star Wars. That's why we're with a perfect co-host. Um, and, and then they get sued, right? Um, DC ends up winning for a bit, and then ultimately Fawcett goes out of business, and they they pay the they pay a, a what was at the time a lot of money to DC, and they agree never to publish him again. Yeah, and then DC years and years and years later was like, well, we're going to buy the rights to to all your stuff and we want this character meanwhile marvel because they had lost the, the copyright interim, right yep. in the meantime yeah. the marvel copyright for the name correct captain marvel. captain marvel marvel publishes a captain marvel and then when dc buys this character back they can no longer use the name captain marvel right and marvels was the original captain marvel correct who was a kree and a male, and that was something else that threw right. all the fanboys into a hissy fit. So, right. Okay, go ahead. But so, so now DC can't use the name Captain Marvel. They can't even use it. Like, they tried to make a comic that, that said, Shazam, the original Captain Marvel. Right. And they got hit with a cease and desist letter, so they yep. couldn't do that. And so, most people, even at the time that, that the original character was out there, thought his name was Shazam, because that's the word he speaks to get the power. Um, you and so, well, so did I when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, because by the time at that point, at that yeah, point, by I that point, it, it was already he, correct. All that lawsuit stuff was over. So most people think this character's name is Shazam, which is a horrible name for a character, anyway. Uh, but okay, it's not horrible when you compare it to like half of anything else that anybody makes. But but I get it. It's not as bad as Captain Sparkle Fingers, but exactly. There you go. But um. So 
Marrow, yeah. the X-Men. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you want me to start? <laughs> the, um, but it's at least it's sort of descriptive. Like, you can be... I mean, it's not as bad as ambush. That was the first one I pulled out of my ass. Wait, you want extreme? Okay, guys, keep going. Um, so now you end up with this this character, and and DC gets him, and he's super powerful. But you've got Superman already. But he has no name, right? Yeah. And so, and he really has no name. And so you're you've fallen back to calling him what people call him instead of coming up with a new name for him. They never really use him right because you've got the most popular. Uh, character there is in Superman. No, it's here. Hey, buddy. Tell everybody, we're talking about Shazam. And so tell everybody, what did you think? It was good. Yeah? All right, now it's, you can say whatever you want about the movie because it's spoilers now. So what was your favorite part? Remember? No? No? Okay. All right, cool. I love you. All right, see you later. Good night, now. Um, that's our Noah break so <laughs> you've got the, the character they don't know what to do with him because they've already got Superman and so no one really writes him well yeah. um, and and the the original idea was you know what would sell well is a Superman character who's really a kid like all the kids buying this comic book yep um, and then Eventually, they, they sort of retconned him to keep the kid personality yeah. in the big body. It wasn't always that way. Um, See, and I couldn't remember that because I didn't really go back into the older stuff. So it would be like more of a, a Rick Jones, Captain Marvel thing where they switch bodies. Yes. Like, okay. Um, eventually, I knew that was part of it at one point. I couldn't remember Yeah, and, and so that's why I've always just looked at him like, no one ever knows how to use him. Like I'm just not sort of secondary suit man. Yeah, yeah. He, he really is. Yeah. And at, from from the jump, he is a sort of Superman knockoff. Yeah. That ends up in the same universe as the original. You right. Got this not as good. Person. Yeah. Now the hell, now what the hell do we do with him? Yeah. And and the interesting part is in the movie, they don't actually call him Shazam. No, they really play on that. And right, he's like the Red Cyclone. He's yeah. Captain Sparkle Fingers. Captain Sparkle Fingers. He's. he's uh, uh, power the, the or something. something lightning yeah. yeah all kinds of random things and, right and it's funny because it's in the movie it's Freddie Freeman who's like blurting out these names yep he just calls and, them stuff and he's Shazam's constantly like no that's not my name that's not my name that's not my name what they call him Thundercrack Thunder, he called him Thundercrack <laughs> yeah. he's like no that's like exactly. an ass thing yeah. dude don't know but he, well, he does say it's a butt thing yeah, so, yeah he's like, no. um, uh, I, I would love to see Somehow, some way, they got around. I understand the fact that he says Shazam. That's how he gets his powers, right? But if they even put a thirty-second blurb in there, where you know they say Shazam, but with a certain intent, and it becomes the, you know, and they become the hero. Like, but he can introduce himself to people. I'd be good with that. Yeah, he can never yeah. say his own name because he would turn into the hero or back into villain. Right, yeah. So, where now at the point I, again, like I said, if you if you just establish that as like this is fact, if you say it this way, or, or you have to mean it, you know, much yeah. like you know, uh, okay, you have to believe in magic, or you have to believe in whatever. I feel like how we were watching, what the hell we were watching that you have to believe, and oh, we rewatched 
the Tooth Fairy with Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> ironically, because uh, no, it was we were looking for something to watch on Amazon, and Noah was tired, and he was like, "I want to watch that." Here you go, all right, watch it. So we watched it, and it was cute again. But you had to believe in the magic of the wand in order for it to work, otherwise it never worked. So if you, you know, if you think like a telepathy kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know, if you think a certain way as you say Shazam, then you turn. Otherwise, yeah. you can just introduce yourself. You can sell that to superhero geeks, like in an instant. Sure. You know, and even the remote, the the people that don't watch this shit. They don't the know one, any better, so yeah. Yeah, so if you just say it, they're going to be like, oh, okay, that's how it works. Whatever. There you go. I wrote another one for you. Put that down somewhere. He can say his own name. He's just got to, there's a certain inflection on it or whatever the yeah. hell you got to do. You can do it because it is a joke in the comics that I've been reading now that they've all been trying to figure out names for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that later. But there was a brief thing where, like, you know, they're like, well, you know, Billy should come first because whatever. And in the comic itself, He's like, because Freddie's like yelling out like, you know, well, I already came up with this and that. And he's like, no, no. And Billy was like, I was thinking something a little more cool, like Captain Mar. And then someone, inter- inter- they interrupt him. Yeah. You know, so they even like give that nod. Right. Because DC and Marvel do kind of like joke around with each other a lot. On the flip side of that, I would love to just see like DC and Marvel kind of like on this one subject. You already like made amends back in the... 2000s or whatever it was when you made Avengers versus JLA, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you just, like, come to terms on this one thing, Give you know? Captain Marvel back? Yeah. Yeah. You have... Ca- Brie Larson specifically says it's Captain Marvel in the movies. Right. So, okay, you have Captain Marvel and they have Captain Marvel. Can you do that? Or just rename it. Like, just come up with something else. Yeah, the Red Cyclone wasn't that bad, but... As long as it's not Captain Sparkle Fingers, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so good. Moving on but, with uh, the uh, spoiler review. Yeah, so I liked I liked the villain, how he plays out. I thought um, when he when Dr. Savannah breathes out the seven deadly sins, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Um, intent, like, I don't... Coleman's nowhere near being ready to see that. Okay, I tried to warn you. Yeah. I was like, that... Is that, that the part that, that boardroom yeah. scene? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Is that the part when you said Noah closed his eyes? Yeah, Noah was like, tell me when it's over. Yeah, there's one scene for you guys who, if you're thinking about bringing your kids, um, not that I want to call it Coleman sensitive or even like Noah, because Noah flinched at it and he watches like Jaws and shit. But there's a scene in there, it's got to do with the boardroom where Savannah goes back to Savannah Industries and confronts his father. And there's a scene with the seven deadly sins that's pretty graphic. But it's graphic. What is, was this movie? What PG thirteen? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's really it's gra- more intense it than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it pushed it for what it was. Yeah. Um, it was cool. Yeah, I was like, I was impressed. I was like, damn. But even though it was like, I'm going to shut my eyes. Turn this over. So I warned Paul uh, going into it. Like, look, if you want to bring Coleman. Eh. But yeah, but that was a really cool scene. My only other sort of writing complaint on this would be, and one of the things that I read um, in his powers is that when when you do the acronym, when you get to the courage of Achilles, it's supposed to be this thing where he's so unbelievably brave that it's not in his DNA to run from a fight. Right. And, and he, he spends a lot of time in this movie running from this fight. 
Um, yeah. and, and I get that's kind of the yeah, you know, part of the power set that maybe the discovering 15 year old, yeah. right, that the 15 year old hasn't sort of plugged into yet and he gets better at it. But yeah. at first he's like, no way, man, I don't have to stay for this. I can just leave. Um, and like, you're not, you shouldn't be able to do that. Like, um, but I thought there was a lot of cool parts of like, he shoots the lightning bolt that hits the bus that causes the bus to go off the thing. And that he really does learn a lesson. Like, did you yeah. see me? I saved that bus. Yeah, but you caused you the bus. You almost killed Freddy's him. like, yeah. you mean the one you shot with the lightning bolt? And almost, yeah. Like, he has to, he has to learn that stuff. I thought yeah. that was, that development of the character is really well done. Yeah. So, all right. So, bring everybody up to speed. Um, Billy's the orphan. He's running from fourth home to fourth home. And he gets picked up by... Um, Jerry from The Walking Dead <laughs> and his wife, uh, they're, they're like his last hope kind of thing. And they've got a bunch of foster kids because they were both foster kids. And side note, by the way, when I was uh, talking to my buddy David about this movie, um, that's the wife right there. I've shown Paul a picture from IMDb. Wow. Yeah, she does not look like that, she in, the not movie. that in the movie. No. Th- this is a gorgeous woman. Uh, she toned it down a little bit for the movie. But, um, yes, so hats off. I'll find out her name in a second. But, yeah, that that is, like, one of my, uh, when I say you, you get that list, <laughs> yeah. and she's on my list for my wife. Marta Milan's. Yeah, well, that's a beautiful woman. Yeah, so. Um, uh, but, yeah, so he gets picked gets up by, power, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets picked up by this family, and Freddie Freeman is one of the kids that is uh, his foster brother or whatever, and another one is Mary. And anyone of the uh, any fans of the old school stuff knows that Freddie Freeman and Mary yeah, Marvel yeah. are kind of they're entwined in the whole lore of Captain Marvel. Yeah. But the uh, other three get added uh, sort of post fifty two um, when they when they redo Shazam's origin story. Yeah, like that's the, the other ca- three the comic. I, okay, because that's like I was just reading that, but the comic I read like re- literally picked up after the movie. So they've been there before that too. Yeah, okay. they they weren't in the original original like in the thirties yeah, no. and forties, um, but but they come in uh, the the other three Eugene, uh, Darla, Pedro. and Pedro come in after the whole fifty two thing happens in the DC universe. Okay, I have to go back and, and they look. kind of reintroduce Shazam. Yeah, yeah there's other Shazam stuff that I've got waiting that I haven't read yet, so they're in there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Yeah, because he's got a whole group of essential, like a family that he's not sure if he wants to be around, whatever, you know. But he protects Freddy in a fight. And he runs away, and that's how he winds up uh, getting summoned by the wizard Shazam. And still, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie was that whole, you know, say my name so my power can flow through you. Fine. What, what's your name? Yeah. Shazam. Are you serious? Yeah. He says, say it! Huh? Right. <laughs> that was great. It's, yeah. like, it's like, because like you said, you know, what kind of name is that? Yeah. He even does it. Like, Are you serious? But he does it, and immediately you just run into this whole big thing. So it was definitely, from from that moment on, it was literally big with superpowers. Yeah. It was just like, he, but then he grew into himself by the end of the movie. It was pretty cool. Huh? But, uh, um, and, yeah. and part of that is you, you get these powers, and you're a kid who doesn't like school, and you don't like being a foster kid, and now you suddenly have superpowers. Like, yeah, I'd stay that way all the time. Yeah, and he's selling selfies, and people are paying in. Right, do, yeah, doing well, all the stuff. Okay, what are you gonna do? You're gonna capitalize on yeah, the powers, course, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that seemed realistic. Um, for what you do, sort of in this time frame of, you get some powers, right? You put all that, trying out your power stuff on YouTube. Yep, and trying to make some money at it. Yep. Um, and then I thought the fight scenes were really well done. Yeah, um, I liked the, the you know. He figured out kind of how to use the Shazam to make himself Billy and small and run under somebody. It and was get really it back. cool because, yeah. of course, like my my first thing when he first does it in the movie, like that in that scenario where like he's in a crowd, mm-hmm. I was like, "How the hell did he do that?" You know, because you're gonna see him change much like you think any other superhero. Like, okay, Spider Man, so or Superman, whatever they change, but no, if there's a blinding lightning flash, you're not gonna see what the hell happened, right? And you're not so, gonna be looking for a kid. Right, exactly. So yeah, exactly. So it was perfect. It took me like two times him doing it to be like, "Oh shit, duh!" You know, it was like, yeah. Because yeah. the first time he did it, I was like, he really just did that in a crowd, and then he does it again. I'm like, oh damn, yeah. Because like, I think it was at that point when Savannah was looking for him in the mall. Yeah. And he like, I saw how he kind of skirted away. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. You know. And, and the interesting thing is, so. You do some familiar things, right? Got to try out the powers, so we're going to test one, right? Flight test, and we're going to do all this stuff, and he sets them on fire. And then the bad guy kidnaps the foster family to force the hero back. Like, all of those things we've seen in other movies before, yeah. it was still well done. Like, I, I still wasn't like... It's a new take on an old story. I wasn't, it's fine. I wasn't mad when I saw it, because you're like, yep, he's going to go get Freddy, because he saw them in the news clip of the two of them arguing. So now he knows to go get... Yeah, he's not a dumb guy. He's going to put two and two together. Yeah. But having known that you've seen that before in other hero movies, you're like, I still wasn't like, oh, well, yeah, I saw that. You're like, yeah, but it was still good. Like, it was still well yeah. done. Now, I, when when his foster siblings put it together from the same clip, yeah. Um, now, my 
to anyone else's knowledge within this movie, they have no uh, experience with any kind of a cult. At least Savannah has like he's been to the cave and he's yeah. you know, so he kind of he knows of this other stuff, right? So he, he can put that together. They put together the fact that he is Shazam, not like he knows Shazam. Right. You know? They put the, together that fact really fucking quick. And then you fast forward to something else that I heard too was when they're when he's fighting Savannah again and they all try to come and help him, they put all of that crap together really fast. Yeah. Like someone gave them a manual or something. <laughs> like, really, dude, how really? You're just a bunch of high school kids or whatever you are or whatever you are and they put figured together out that the deadly sins are out of them and uh Mary the that yeah, shit together. The battering yeah. Which I get. I mean you can see that, but you have no idea what this dude is and what these things are coming out of him. Yeah. How did you know what I mean? Like, how did you put all that shit together? It was very convenient. I, I also like, liked, like my wife liked to say it was in the script. You know. <laughs> I also liked that. We're yes, we're in the DC universe, but there's like this is the bullet that shot Superman, right? And he's got it in the collector thing. I loved this is all the that batarang. stuff. The batarang. Yeah. Yeah. I, all that was cool. He lost the bullet that shot Superman. Yeah. So, but then he gets shot multiple the times. in the face, yeah. So he, he's like got all these kind of bullets that yeah. he can just save. Yeah, Freddy's got them. But, um, so yeah, I loved all of that stuff. Uh, and then I guess really just, I mean, to kind of wrap this thing up, because we've been going for an hour now. Um, when you get to the big blockbuster fight at the end, because there were so many little moments in this movie that were perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get to that fight at the end, and of course, like uh, Paul said, Savannah kidnaps the kids, and then uh, he kind of, that's how he strong arms Billy into, you're going to give me your power, so we have to go to the cave. But then all the kids run in there and help save Billy, and they all, all of them run away from Savannah because he's so powerful. They wind up fighting him in a carnival when he's got them again because he's got all the sins have grab these kids now. So now it's Billy's moment of choosing do I have a family or whatever, you know. And of course, you know, he does. And he goes and he kneels in front of Zavada with the staff. And it looks like, you know, of course they sell it like he's going to give him his power. But then he remembers the shit Shazam said. And I can't quote it verbatim, but the way they worded it worked perfectly Mm -hmm. to make sense. You're going to basically share my power, you know. Say my name, share my power. Or say my name, so my... He remembers... My power can flow through, the, yeah. yeah. he remembers uh, Shazam saying, Say my name, so my power may flow through you. And they do what they did in the comics that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. He gets the staff away from Savannah and grabs all the kids, you know, and says, All right, say my name. So say my name. And yeah. they all go, Billy! Billy! <laughs> <laughs> I about yep. pissed myself in the theater. I was like, that was so perfect. Yeah, I agree. It was such a... It was like that one comedic moment that had to cut the tension. It was amazing. I, I sort of thought that, that they were going to, like... That Freddie was going to... spiked the shit out of the microphone, yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. I thought, I thought what was going to happen was... Freddie was going to say Captain Sparkle Fingers. One of them was going to say Red Cyclone. One of them was going to say Thundercrack. One of them was going to say all the right, other right. names they yeah, had given yeah. him the entire time. And this be this... Everybody say that stuff. At the yeah, same time. but no, when they all yelled Billy, it was so funny. And then he's like, No, say my name when I 
The thing I say to say, yeah. yeah. And then they all yell Shazam, and you get this huge flash, and then the smoke clears, and you see them all in their adult superhero forms. And they're, they're all just different colors of the same costume, which is cool. So you have your new Shazam family. So it's like, well, Paul and I grew up, uh, like what I said earlier, Freddie Freeman and Mary were his friends or whoever the hell they were then. Mary was his actual sister, sister? maybe. And Freddie was their friend. Freddie, yeah. But either way, um, Freddie became Captain Marvel Jr., and he was in a blue suit. Similar, I mean, you know, like how it's not just red and gold. He was like blue and red and gold or whatever. And then Mary was in a girl's version of she's his Mary suit. Marvel. Yeah, she's Mary Marvel. Much like she looked, she looked just the same in the movie. Um, now in this one, you have six of them, so five siblings, and then Shazam, and they're all different colored, green, silver, whatever. Uh, now back in the day. Whenever he would do that, do you remember what would happen with power? So there was a time at which he was like splitting the power among them, so yes. so that nobody was. It wasn't six Shazams. It was like, like you have this power and you have this one and you have this one. Like everyone's sort of a weakened version of him. Right. Yes. And that and that was with Mary and uh, Captain Marvel Jr. Yeah. Right, Freddie. Uh, so it was he would either split it in half or in thirds right, among them. And then I know there are others that kind of came in and out, but those were the main ones back in the day. Now you've got the six of them total. What I was trying to figure out in the movie, because I was like, well, is it going to split like it did before? And it started to seem like that, because like uh, Dollar was running really fast, and somebody else was flying, and Pedro had super strength, right? Yeah. But then I noticed, like, Freddie also had super strength, and he was flying. Mm -hmm. So I realized something's not quite there. You know, it's different. So it's cool. Because on the one hand, I like the fact, you know, okay, you're not this all-powerful team. You know, you have your weaknesses. But then I kind of, like, I don't like the fact that Shazam, like, loses part of his power. You know, so I was trying to figure out what that happy medium was, and I think they figured it out. Because I heard... Uh, on another podcast I was listening to, they read some more of the comics that I've been reading, and it looks like this new Shazam family, what they do is, while he keeps his power, they all have the same abilities as him, but one power is more uh, is stronger in them. Than, so Darla had the speed of Mercury, Pedro had the strength of Hercules. Right. So each one has a different uh, strength. Got it. Or, you know, so one ability stands out more in each one. Yeah. But Shazam is the overall. That's cool. So, yeah. So, th- so to me, that. that yeah, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, Shazam is the main one, and then you have all these guys who share all of his abilities, so they can all fly around and do whatever the hell they can do. But one's super, super fast. One's really, really strong. It makes sense. Yeah. Cause then, because then that's where you start to – you don't have an – overpowered team right you have a team where all right you know she might be really really fast but this friggin mountain's about to fall on top of her ass you know so Pedro gotta go save her whatever you know so yeah so they do all that so you get the family and the family fights the seven deadly sins and I thought they really did a good job with it at that point Mm -hmm. I mean I was like really impressed with 
overall, just how they they rolled with that the ending, you know. Yeah. So, what'd you think? I, yeah, I really liked that part. I liked um, where Freddy gets to save the two bullies that, that picked on him at one point. And, yeah. And when <laughs> when uh, when Billy doesn't come back to school after promising, you know, the, the two bullies are like, Freddy says, "He'll be here. He'll be here at lunch today." And they're like, "Well, if they're not, we're kicking your ass." Yeah. And and they don't show it, but he ends up getting the suitcase wedgie. The suitcase wedgie, yeah. And then so he saves them, sort of via suitcase wedgie. Yeah, which uh, is amazing. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Uh, and then it so it ends with uh, Billy realizing that they're a family and he's home. Um, the scene where he goes and finds his mom was, I was like, okay, that's really sad. And I I might. Cry. It was sad. Yeah, it, it was really sad, but. But it was also real world too. Yeah, like kind of like you know, all right, you know, if you, uh, okay, we're already in spoilers, but I mean, she was young when she had him, and she kind of like gave him up to the police when he accidentally got lost. It was kind of, it, it was messed up. That's messed up. It was messed up that she did that. But and she's kinda, like, this is not a good time for me. Like, uh, yeah. hello, she's already got a bad life. So yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, but hello, uh, your kid just came back out of nowhere. It's not a bad time. It's a bad time for you, yeah. really. Right. It's been a bad time for him for like 15 freaking years. Yeah. But, yeah. But then he realizes, you know, you're not what I'm looking for. Right. You know, I was what I was looking for. Or I had what I was looking for with uh, Walking Dead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, right. And then he realizes that they're family, so then he's all hands on deck and they do the thing. And Yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, because every time they say a prayer before dinner, uh, the dad... I almost had his right there. Yeah, Victor. Victor. Uh, he says, all hands on deck, and they all put their hands yeah. in. It's really nice. And then, but he never does. And then right when Savannah's getting ready to take his power, he kicks him or whatever the hell he does, and he grabs the staff, and he tells all the kids, all hands on deck, and they all grab the staff, which is way more phallic than it sounds, <laughs> or, or way more phallic sounding than yeah, it was. Yeah, way less, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. And then, uh, yeah, they all yell, Billy. <laughs> it still never gets old. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, it, it was it was a really cool. They had a lot of foreshadowing and then back to, yeah. you know, what they were doing. I, and then and then the end, the final scene is. Well, the, before you get to the final scene, the fight with Savannah, when it's back to, like, just him and Envy. Yeah. And they're on the rooftop. And, like, all the other kids are fighting the different uh, deadly sins. And he's trying to coax out Envy. Yeah. You know, Shazam is trying to coax out Envy at this point. And when he's talking to him, first of all, oh, the monologue thing. That was in a brief, like, uh, TV spot. The, when oh, Savannah's right, yeah, yeah. across, like, he's a I'll, mile away. I'll feast on your heart. Yeah. feast on your heart. Whatever. Shazam's like, are, are you talking? <laughs> I, I, I just see mouth moving. I, yeah. We're, like, a mile away. Are you doing the bad guy speech right now? <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. But then, uh, when they're on the rooftop, they're talking crap to each other, and Shazam's like, "Look, I get the whole seven deadly sins thing, sins and everything." And but by the way, I lust I thought was going to be way hotter. My favorite line of yeah. a movie in like a month and a half. <laughs> it was so funny, like it just came out of nowhere. He was like, "Lust? I thought she was going to be way hotter," but because <laughs> they're all like CGI gargoyles, yeah, kinda, it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so go ahead. All right, let's see. Uh, so you go back to. Uh, one of the really cool things, their high school is called Fawcett High. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go back to the high school, and uh, Freddie goes to lunch, and he sits down, and then the, his 
foster brothers and sisters join him. Um, they're like, what are you doing? You guys have all different lunch periods. And they're like, we're here with you. And then he comes out as Shazam to tell everybody that they are indeed friends. And yeah, to make up for... To make up for him not yeah, being there before. His asshole moment. And he goes, yeah. and I brought a friend. And you pan and Freddie turns. And it's Superman. The, and from it's the neck funny. Down. Yeah, from the neck down. Which is... Exactly. Your face too. I'm like, ah! Because there were rumors that Cavill was done. Yeah. And I think he is. But it's the same suit from it's the last the couple of movies. Yeah. So, so it's cool. You have your Superman cameo. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. I really was hoping that Cavill would stay. Yeah. I mean, I was also hoping Affleck would stay somehow, but he was also... I mean, yeah, we, we talked about that. I was really hoping Cavill would stay because he was starting to grow into the Superman that I wanted. So it looks like he's out. So we'll see. Um, but it was cool. It was a cute little cameo because it basically it's like, you know, Shazam making or Billy making up for standing him up the first time. He says, oh, I brought another friend. And then they turn around and it's Superman. Yeah. And Freddy's like, what? And then it cuts. Yeah. So then it goes to the credits, whatever. And then uh, you get to the end credits. And Savannah's in his cell trying to replicate yeah. his yeah. symbols. Yeah. And you hear a voice. Like this little teeny tiny tinny yeah. voice. And he looks around and up on the windowsill is the friggin' caterpillar, yeah. Mr. Mind, with his little voice the box. Voice box, right. And <laughs> he's telling him there are other ways to do this. Which means to me, like going back, uh Mr. Mind was one that um Group the the monsters of evil or the monster. What was the name of that group? Yeah, uh, the I think it's the I think you're right. The monsters of yeah, evil, or something like that. that. Yeah. So I think that's going to be in the next one. Yeah. Uh, which will be really. And by the way, I just saw an ad today. Shazam two already greenlit. Yeah. Bam, ready to go. So let's do this, dude. I but I I wonder. Um, and, and then so the second uh, credit scene is. Uh, him trying to talk to fish. Oh yeah, that, that was, was so funny. Yeah, uh, the whole like, what yeah, when he was what trying to that figure anyway? out, yeah, yeah, he was trying to figure out his powers. Yeah, but uh, that was actually in a trailer. I saw that, <coughs> and he's like, because Freddie's wearing an Aquaman yeah. T-shirt, and he's like, well, what the hell? What would what would be good about that anyway? Talking to fish. Yeah, he's like, you'd be able to command an army, and he, sh- he yeah. shows him his shirt. And like, oh yeah, I guess duh. Yeah. but it is funny. It, it goes right back to when we were growing up. Talking about Aquaman now, movie. talking about the whole Aquaman movie, like why the hell would you do this? Yeah. I I wonder how if they will incorporate Shazam now into the universe. I don't know if that's a thing you're even thinking about anymore after after sort of bombing the whole Justice League thing. Okay, well talks are everything is standalone. However, Shazam in and of itself proves that's not true because it shows these other you know so unless they filmed Shazam and then started saying that because you're getting in a gray area there. Right. Where they filmed Shazam and did all these little, sorry, these little nods to the other universe and then they said, okay, no, we're just doing standalone. But he has a lot, a lot of nods to the old universe. So, I I don't know. It doesn't have to be dead. Like I said, well, we had that one podcast where I pretty much Walk through, like, you know, from Wonder Woman and Aquaman on, you can kind of, like, re reroute everything and make it work. And you can include Shazam in that. Yeah. Um, um, you could. Or you can just keep, you can keep the one-offs 
understanding you're in a world where superheroes exist and it doesn't have to be Shazam's the only hero out there. Right. They, they've set the universe that there is a Superman and there's a Batman. Yeah, which um, makes sense that uh, Superman would show up because there's this new dude running around yeah. with his powers. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wonder if there's... Because there are DC animated movies where Shazam's in the Justice League. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, Superman and Shazam. Superman... The Superman and Shazam team-up that I just read about, too, that yeah. I haven't watched fully, but it's like the two of them versus they, Black Adam. Adam. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to do this, but just got to get the right team on it. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get the right team right in the universe, and they can do it. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to cut it short here. Oh, not cut it short. It's an hour <laughs> and a half. half. Too late. Yeah, it's too late to cut it short. But we went in deep on Shazam. Please, if you've seen the movie, uh, let us know what you think of it. And uh, let us know where you see the DCEU going, if it's going to be a combined universe or not, or what, you, what else you're looking forward to. Because uh, I think uh, in about five minutes, I'm going to sit Paul down and talk to him about some of the other bullshit that's going on in DCU, like Joker and Batman and whatever else. But uh, yeah, that's what we got now. Uh, hit us up at whatifgeeks at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, all whatifgeeks. Yeah, I got to get better at Instagram and Twitter. I, I, I keep getting pings. You haven't been on here in a while. Yeah, I know. I, I also work for a living. Right. Thanks. So uh, yeah, I'll get better on that stuff. Hit us up, though. Let us know you're out there. Uh, and I think that's about it. So we'll uh, catch you guys in a little bit. All right. See you later. <laughs> Good night, Tony. Good night, Ma. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.